0: Hello, I'm Craig Downwell from Soapbox Rocket, and this is Launchpad Problems, episode number 13. As I mentioned on the last podcast, I was on vacation, so I'm back now and uh, had a great vacation, spent uh, 10 days in Egypt, and uh, would recommend that uh, people go and see it. It's uh, amazing country, amazing sights, and that's where I got the question. If you had to build the Great Pyramid of Giza today, how would you do it? and how long do you believe it would take? So some information about uh, the pyramid. it was originally 481 feet tall. so there's your the height required and it was 756 feet wide at the base. When they built it, it took somewhere between 10 and 20 years to build. Uh, now, that wasn't full-time. They only built during the flood season when they weren't farming. Uh, it was originally covered with uh, a smooth outer surface, uh, but the, the blocks inside are also of a limestone, and uh, there's approximately 2.3 million blocks were used to build it. And they used no mortar or glue when they built the pyramids. So there's your, your challenge. You have to stick to the original um, base material, the, the, the blocks, the limestone blocks. But you can use other modern techniques to, to glue them together, to support them, whatever you think. But take that into account and then decide how long you think it's going to take, the time period. And because all of these are supposed to be fun and you're supposed to have fun with all of these, except from your team, the use of aliens. Now, I don't think aliens built the original pyramids, but maybe you're going to use aliens in your next one. But what does that do to your timeline? Are you do you have to wait for first contact? Or are you going to make the assumption that, yeah, we already have made first contact? So how long is it going to take? Where are those aliens located? And how long is it going to take to get a signal to them and them to return to the Earth to build the new Great Pyramid? Uh, again, it's this is always about fun. So have fun. Have a, have a discussion. Uh, you can't go wrong, however you do it. So thank you for listening, and please email me. Uh, your favorite solution to this question or any previous questions to LPP at SoapboxRocket.com or you can send them via Twitter to at SoapboxRocket and let your friends know about the show through LPP.SoapboxRocket.com. Thanks. Okay, we checked all four systems and there you go on modulation, all four and king was a go. Roger, you're a lot. We're here also. We've got good news for the second half of the show. We got an email. That's really good news because that means that, uh, the email account actually works and I set it up properly this time. So this one go comes back from our last episode, number 12, uh, how to plant a flag on the summit of Mount Rainier and it comes from a poker fiend. So let me read his email is how to plant a flag on the summit of Mount Rainier, two words, outsourcing. Contact the relevant guide companies and pay them a fee to carry the tiny toothpick flagpole and postage stamp size flag with them and plan it upon arrival. Tiny flag creates a limited burden on the climber. Perhaps you could implement a strategy where teams would compete for the quickest ascent and placement. Create a media blitz around the event and have the fastest team post a tweeted pic on the with the team placing the tiny flag. Get media exposure for your brand and rate the cost off of the books as advertising. And the top five challenges from uh, Poker Fiend are, one, number one, people dying to a hurried summit approach and the bad publicity that would ensue. Uh, That's probably a good one because weather plays a heavy role in how long it takes to get to the top of Mount Rainier. Uh, Number two, lack of cell phone services at the summit. Number three, uh, yeah, weather, of course. Uh, Number four, tiny flag makes for less than stellar photo op. And number five, Geraldo Rivera finds another vault to open on the same day as the climbers approach the summit. Uh, I don't know if uh, Geraldo Rivera is still looking for vaults, but he is still on TV, so I guess that's a possibility. I think one uh, might be another concern here is a tiny flag and toothpick could easily be lost in a uh, climber's pack and difficult to find once they get up top. But it's it's a good answer, and it's a uh, good set of uh, challenges. Uh, that comes from a poker fiend. You can follow him at www.badbeatbbq.blogspot.com. And... Uh, you know, I guess it's a good tie-in because uh, poker is a type of problem solving. Uh, it's it's a different kind of a reverse problem solving because you know what your 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 solution is, but you have to figure out what the other people' planes their solution is, or at least what the odds of their solution being better than yours. So, thank you for listening. Uh, thank you for the answer from our poker fiend at uh, www BeatBarbecue.blogspot.com. Uh, send in your answer, and for the second half of the show, to at SoapboxRocket on Twitter or email at two lpp at SoapboxRocket.com. Thank you.